Hello, and welcome to the Full You Podcast. Today's episode, Being You and Letting Everyone Else Go. This is the very first episode. As time goes along, I'll gain better equipment, and things will get better over time. Thank you all who stopped by to take a listen. This topic is very dear to my heart. Because being yourself can be very difficult. It was very difficult for me, and I'm sure it's difficult for a lot of other people still. But anyway, let's get down to the meat and potatoes. The main course, as they say. What I've learned about being myself comes from me not being myself for 30 years. I was babied as a child, I have cerebral palsy, so my mother did everything. She was too afraid I would hurt myself. Pretty much everywhere I went, she was. Then when she passed away, I went to live with my father. He babied me financially. Obviously, this was kind of a good thing. I had a lot of advantages, but then when he passed away, I was forced to fend for myself. I learned a lot of different things over time. Things that most people know around their early 20s, I didn't learn until I was about 30. Maybe even some later. The thing is, you have to be yourself regardless of what anyone else says. The reason people fear being themselves is because they don't know what their life looks like. They don't know what it feels to be themselves. The hard truth of the matter is that once you realize you survive without a certain thing, then you know your power. When you know your power, nothing can stop you. If you faced one thing, you can face another. Once you face that other thing, then you can face anything else. It goes like that. Once you are faced with no other choice, then you can be you. What will this person say? What will that person say? Who cares? If I do or say this, then this person will stop being friends with me. Okay. And what's the worst that happens? You're still alive. You'll still be you. Maybe for the time being, they've been a little bit of a financial lifeline. Maybe they've been an emotional support lifeline. But here's the kicker. If they're only supporting you based on certain conditions, they're not your real friends. They may be your family blood-wise, but they don't really care about you. They care about themselves. They care about how other people perceive them. Here's what I learned the hard way. Nobody cares about what you do. They really don't. They can give you advice. They can say they're afraid for you. They can say whatever else. But the truth of the matter is, no one really cares. 
The only reason family says they care is because they're afraid of how it will reflect on them. And at that point, they're not worried about you. They're worried about themselves. I'm not saying anyone's family has bad people in it. I'm pretty sure I suffered from conditional loving too to other people. Everyone does it at some point in their lives, right? Because we're all learning as we go along. What we did at five years old, we're not doing at 15. What we're doing when we're 25 is not what we were doing when we were, fifth, when we were uh, 21. It doesn't matter. We've all placed conditions around something. When once you let people go and realize that you can be yourself without them, then you can do anything. I grew up with CP. I changed my name. I did a lot of other things. I took hormones. I guess I should have introduced myself earlier. My name's Lauren Riley. But my name wasn't always Lauren Riley. I am a male to female transsexual. That didn't go to, down too well with other people either. My family was afraid. Everyone in there was too afraid that what, what I would become. My father thought I was brainwashed in some way. No one knew what to think. I spent a decade, even more so, going back and forth with it. And then in 2011, I decided to start doing something. I decided to start developing my voice. And it's 10 years in the making. I still work with it. Not because I struggle necessarily, but just because I want to be the best person that I can be. And if I'm going to start doing podcasts like this one and public speaking, then why not keep developing my voice further? Why stop? It doesn't matter. I don't have to. I can keep going. I can keep expanding. Your true friends will always be there for you no matter what happens. Everyone else, they'll just fade away. They're either going to help you or they're going to get out of the way so you can do your thing. That's how the world is. Either they're with you or they'll get out of the way. Nobody really wants to be against anybody else. They just all have different viewpoints about what to do. That's it. And if anyone keeps making fun of you because of who you are or what you do, then it's time to cut them out of your life. You don't need them anymore. It can be tough when they're, maybe you're relying on them for financial, emotional support, whatever support you're, you know, have from them or shared. But you can make it on your own if the, if the situation requires it. I didn't think I could make it on my own. Both my parents died. I had to get out of a house. I joined my... I, put my foot down, dug my heel down in the ground, and I was at risk of becoming quote-unquote homeless. But I was saved, but, what, but when I was saved, I was put into a situation that was rough.
the place I was in had steps. I couldn't drive. And it's like, okay, how am I going to get out of this place by myself that has steps and that I can't drive? Well, what I had to do was ask for help. I, when I called Uber and Lyft drivers, I had to, had to tell them when they came, I'm the first house or the first apartment when you climb the steps. Luckily, the majority of the drivers were willing to help me out. And some Uber drivers even told me, I didn't think that you would be able to make it. Being up all these steps. I'm glad that people were willing to help you out. I would have never thought of that. And that in itself is just a thing. We always think that something's not going to work. We always say no before even considering what the possibilities are. And that's what stops us from doing everything. Once you see that you can survive, you can do anything. But why let the universe show you that? Why let fate show you what you can do when you can choose to do it yourself? And when you choose to do something yourself, things go a lot smoother. When you're resisting it and the universe has to show it to you, then it's going to be a lot more tougher to get things done. It's going to be a lot more tougher to get to, get to where you want to be. I was shown the hard way. Since I was babied a lot by my mother emotionally and she told me that I couldn't do anything because of my disability. When she died, I didn't know how I would live. Somehow, I did and I learned things. I still was very immature for my age at the age of 15 when she passed away. But I grew. Then when my father passed away, I grew even more financially and learned for the first time how to take care of myself, how to take my power back as a whole, how to be me as a whole. When I came out to my father as a transsexual, he blamed me for a lot of things. He said to me, you know, I don't have to take care of you because of your CP. You've always been against society. You were born with a disability and I didn't have to take care of you. I could have left you die or I could have left you here all alone. He blamed me for not being able to see his grandson Patrick because my sister-in-law wouldn't bring him down because of who I was or what I was doing to myself. My father had no right to do that but that's what he chose to do. He was a boomer so I can understand from his standpoint in hindsight why he believed the way he did. It hurt me quite a bit, but I knew what I was doing was right for me. A lot of people on message boards at the time, or even forums back in, you know, the late 2000s, they told me, oh, if you didn't feel different from when you were, you know, one year old, then don't transition. Transition's not for you. You're not a real transsexual. And I thought this way for a long time too, because of the stories that were out there. But I knew at the very end of the day what was right for me. Eventually, after years and years of uh, things passing by, I knew what was right for me regardless. I was willing to take the shot, 
Once I was willing to lose everything to be who I was, then I could be who I was. That doesn't necessarily mean that I lost everything, because I didn't. But once I was willing to give it all up, then I could be who I was. And even today, sometimes I need a reminder of that because I don't always want to give stuff up. I even myself, I'm like, what about this? What about all I achieved here? If I do this thing, then this can go down a few pegs. And at the end of the day, it's just like, come on, Lauren. If this is what you truly want, it doesn't matter what the consequences are. If this is what's in your heart of hearts, then it's time. Regardless of what the cost is, do it, finish it, and don't look back. Just like with this podcast, I've been hiving and hawing about doing this for months and months and months and months. I never took it seriously enough. I knew I wasn't afraid because I've created videos before on other platforms. But what am I really afraid of? Why haven't, haven't I done this until now? I could have been doing this all along. Spreading things around all along. And I haven't been. Not in this format anyway. So see, even today I hold myself back to a degree. But I'll loosen up over time. Just like I'm sure everyone else will. But the hard truth of the matter is sometimes you have to put, have to hit that rock bottom, even below that, and survive it to see, hey, I survived what I feared the most. If I survive that, I can do anything. I survived a lot of things I thought I couldn't do. I never thought I could live in a place with steps. I did it for 10 months. And I learned how to do it independently, too. With hardly any help. I did that. Because once I was myself, once I took my true power back, then I could be who I really wanted to be. Then doors opened up. It's not the fact that doors themselves opened up. The doors were always open. But it was just me willing to walk through it. I wasn't willing before, and then when I hit rock bottom and blue, then I was willing. When you really want something, you'll get it no matter what it is, regardless of what the situation is. That's a hard truth I learned. It's easy to sit there and say, oh, was someone else, that person, me included, had it easy. They had this resource, they had that resource, and that's true to some extent. But I'm sure everyone listening into this has some resource that I don't have that they can use. I don't know what kind of resource that they would be, but I'm sure there's some advantage that you have that I don't have, which allows you to be yourself even further. We all have advantages and disadvantages. Every single one of us. You have to find your advantage and capitalize on it. I have the disadvantage of cerebral palsy. However, 
This has given me the advantage of mental imagery. I know how to have mental imagery like no other. What comes through my mind, no one else can have. No one else can see. I'm out there, and I used to shun it because I wasn't normal enough. I used to be afraid of, of my laughter for no reason. But that's who I am as a person. That's just how I am. Once I learned to accept how I was, the laughter for no reason. Having vivid imagery. Talking to the imagery. Talking out loud to myself. Once I accepted all of these things, then life got a lot easier. Then more opportunities started to open up. When you accept yourself fully, you are limitless. It sounds cliche, but it's true. There are always opportunities everywhere. Do you have the willingness to use them? Do you have the willingness to capitalize on your own power? Do you have the willingness to capitalize on all your abilities? What abilities do you have that no one else has? Even if it is an ability that someone else has, the way you use it is different than the way they use it. I'm learning how to speak better and better every day. Speaking has never been my forte because someone else has always spoken for me. My mother included, my father included. Well, guess what? I had to learn to speak for myself. When I was doing voice training from going from a male to female voice, that was hard. A lot of people give up. A lot of a lot of male to female transsexuals give up. Oh, I didn't get it in like a month, so it's not for me. It takes more than a month to do all that. I'll show you all right now. It doesn't bother me anymore. I'm comfortable with it. <sighs> and so this is kind of how I would sound, although I can't really go back to my regular voice because it's still, the pitch isn't quite right. It's like 160 hertz, 170 hertz, something in that range, whereas the male range is usually 120 to 130, and the female range is from 200 to 230. Huh? And it's pretty hard. Learning the resonance is pretty difficult too. It's not just about pitch. But once I was willing to go for it and never give up, I got the voice I have today. To some people I sound annoying and that's fine. I know I have a very unique voice and I don't like it all the time. I wish I had a higher resonance, but guess what? I don't have that. This is the voice I have genetically and that's what I have to use. I don't have a voice like Sarah Hyland or Amber Tamlin. That's something I have to have to get over. I mean, I'm mostly over it now, but it does creep in there from time to time. And so I have the voice that I have, and I'm willing to let all my little insecurities go so that I can inspire other people, so that I can help other people. I'm learning to let all the other people in my life go my family included, because I know that they don't support me all the way. 
they're getting better at it over time, but we don't really talk anymore, not because of any bad blood. They're just doing their thing and I'm doing mine. It's okay. There are always people that will resonate with you and people that won't resonate with you. You don't have to be everything to everyone anymore. And once you realize you can survive without X thing, then you won't, then you'll just go for what you want. Some things I'm working through with are improving my credit. Not because it's necessarily bad, it's just bare. And so I keep, you know, going back and forth on how to use my credit card and what I should pay for out of my bank account. That kind of stuff. I'm trying to keep it within a certain percentage with the uh, credit card users to help my credit go up. But at the same time, the percentage that the Bureau wants some of the time is just a little ridiculous. And I get a little bit ridiculous always wanting to plan out 10 steps ahead, 50 steps ahead, 10 months ahead. And I can drive myself psychosomatically insane. And I have to learn to let that go and be myself. And get what I want to get. Buy what I want to buy. I know that I'm not too crazy and I know that I'm responsible. So who cares what the other thing says? It doesn't matter. As long as I'm happy. As long as I maintain balance in my own way. Not balance in someone else's way. Or some other policy's way. Then I'm always a winner. It doesn't matter. And it's time for me to win and go for what I want at all costs. Just like it's time for everyone else to go for what they want at all costs. No matter what, it, no matter what the price is. Whether that be financially or otherwise. You can have all the things in the world, but if you're not yourself, you're not going to love anything. You won't. You may think you're getting what you want at first and six months later when you're not you anymore. Then you'll start to hate yourself. There's no reason for it. What's the worst thing that can happen if you leave your mom and dad or you leave a relationship that doesn't do anything for you? They don't have to be extreme relationships either. It doesn't have to be physical abuse or mental abuse or... It's just a relationship that played out its course and now it's over. That's okay. Relationships can do that. You're going one direction, the other person's going their direction. His or her direction. It doesn't matter what it is. Go do it. Say goodbye. Thank you for what you've taught me. Thank you for being there. But I'm ready to do this now. And if you can follow me, great. If not, then... Willingly, wherever you're going is great too, in its own way. We might, we may meet again, we might not. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Because I'll meet other people that do resonate with what I'm doing. And then when I'm done that and don't resonate with that thing anymore, then there will be others. Some things will be a part of my life for 20, 30 years. Other things will be a part of my life for two months. Some things will be part of my life for 15 days. 
And that's okay. Except that life doesn't always stay the same all the time. Some people are just there as a transitional kind of phase. They're there to show us a new door, open the door and say, yeah, I showed you the door, you walk through it, and I'll see ya. That's how it goes. Not all the time, but that's how it can go. Let go. So my question in, in this podcast is, who do you need to let go of and what do you need to let go of to be who you really want to be, who you really are? What do you want to be? And why can't you be yourself now? Who do you think is holding you back? Because those people aren't really holding you back, it's only you. Again, another hard truth to face. But that's the truth. My father never held me back. It was all me. My mother never really held me back. It was all me. Because I never realized what I could do without them. And once they were gone, I realized I could do things, or even more things than I thought I could do. Then life opened up. Thank you all for listening in. This is Lauren Riley for the Fool You Podcast. As always, keep pushing forward and stay epic.